0: i saw a wave a dark wave come over our nation and it's not just the election of course but this program is going to be all in the name rigged Rigged. because when i and we formed rigged it was because of the financial system but rigged is now becoming common in america it's all rigged rigged, and rigged, rigged. A system in our culture. The the Today, we're going to discuss what I would call probably the grand strategy uh, for 2030 would be the implement date. This is United Nations 2030 agenda. But there's more to it because you have to understand what they're doing to get us there. And I think this is a great uh, follow up from the last podcast where we discussed the the power elites and what they were trying to do and put it in kind of a context that we can understand what is happening to America and give us an idea then how we can then approach saying number one, saying no, and two, helping to explain to our neighbors, because I believe it's it's definitely a battle we're in. This is not just social Uh, This is everything from financial, socioeconomic, you name it, you know, our our culture at its core. We have a lot of brainwashed people that are into the Marxism, socialism, communism. They're just really, really ignorant, brainwashed. You just have to ignore them. I don't care what kind of education level they have. But, you know, a a gentleman, Mike Whitney, really kind of laid it out in a clean way. Um, But I want to kind of, of get into it today because this is a clean breakdown of what we're experiencing right now. And it's a as we talked about last time, it's a slow boiling frog. But this is what the agenda is. Now, this is not a debate because the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, that absolute Nazi, is telling us. And this is this has been planned. They have been doing it, slowly implementing it. So here is a clean breakout of what really is going on in America and what the agenda is in the ultimate end if they succeed. It's kind of the fact that what we don't realize here in America, but we do have an oligarch problem and an oligarch is a billionaire. And of course, they have a lot of influence. I would call them establishment elites, and they also have the media. Not only are they standing behind, now think about this, they stood four square behind Russiagate, complete false. The Trump impeachment, completely ridiculous. The BLM riots and the January 6th fiasco. You even got a lot of Republicans who believe that. This is not good when you have the Republicans believe in it too, but that's where the rhinos come in. These people also had a hand in the COVID hysteria and the host of repressive measures that were imposed in the name of public health. What a joke that was. The mandates. The whole COVID thing was a complete farce. Yes, it was an extreme strain, But I hear from the highest levels of doctors and scientists that are bought out, brainwashed, and what they say is a joke. I've been through it. I get it. It absolutely was a biological weapon manufactured in a laboratory against the law, gain of function, and we know it. And it absolutely is kind of a tweaky, weird, aggressive flu strain, no doubt. But they used it to go after... A total totalitarian lockdown in the name of public health. In other words, think about this. Are the mandated injections, the forced lockdowns, the aggressive government implemented censorship, First Amendment, the dubious presidential elections, hmm? the burning of food processing plants in the tune of hundreds The derailing of trains, the attacks on the power grid, the BLM Antifa riots that they just allowed, the drag queen shows for school children. Are you kidding me? If I were a parent, I would freak out. The manacle focus on gender issues. Yeah, God said he created a man and a woman, done. And glitzy public show trials, merely random incidences occurring spontaneously, think about it, during a period of great social change, or are they in fact evidence of a stealthy orchestrated operation conducted by agents of the state, acting on behalf of the elite benefactors. Now think about what I just said. It's huge. We already know that the FBI and the DOJ and the intel agencies are, were, and still are, directly involved in Russiagate. It was a covert attack on the sitting president of the United States. So the question is not whether these agencies are actively involved in other acts of treachery, but rather, what extent are these acts to impact our lives and going to impact ordinary Americans? Now comes in George Soros. And for many of you who are not familiar, he is dirty as it gets, Luciferian as it gets. Won't go any more than that. You probably know him. Literally 10 years ago, he is on record in saying, talking about specifically this all out war that would ultimately have to happen against Russia because he said this was the last nationalist state that rests on a foundation of Orthodox Christian culture and Russian identity at its core. Meaning they believe, George Soros and these sociopathic Luciferians believe they have won over Europe and the American Christian culture. I definitely think they won over the Europeans, by the way. And they're definitely working on the Christians. I think half of the Christian leadership, especially in Christian television, and I know firsthand, is absolutely bought out. If not spiritually, financially. So it may be working, but I still think American Christians, if they woke up, would recognize with their discernment that this is really bad and it's really evil. But he spoke about this 10 years ago going after Russia. And I remember in 2016, before the election, I, I was saying that if Hillary were to get elected, the very first thing they would do is go to war with Russia. Well, that didn't happen because Trump surprised everybody, thank God. And then we have Sloppy Joe coming in, and the very first thing they do next to canceling our energy through the pipelines up there in North Dakota and such from Canada, they go to war with Russia. Interesting, isn't it? See, George Soros and the globalists, these power elites, these are the... Anti nationalists. Those are the people that want open borders. Now, they want open borders for a reason, folks, and it's not because we're trying to take care of the poor people of nations of struggling people. Are you kidding? We are struggling everywhere in the world. There are plenty of people in the United States that can use the hundreds of billions we're wasting and we can lift them up. Absolutely. But you can't be a nationalist. You can't be just about your country. You can't be just about your people or your community anymore because then there's no control over you. They like to call it an open society. And in their view, you end up with nothing. George Soros even goes so far as to talk about how useful it would be if it was East Europeans whose lives and he says this, whose lives were expended in the process of going after Russia, Ukraine and not Western Europeans. Why? Because the Western Europeans simply wouldn't take the casualties. But the Eastern people don't speak up. Ukraine. This is the kind of thinking that is so destructive and so absolutely Luciferian and evil. And that's where we're going. The hatred that these globalist power elites have toward Christians And patriots, both of which they see as obstacles to their goal of a borderless one world government. Why they went after so many J6 people, but yet they didn't go after the provocateurs or the FBI sleepers who created the event. I don't get it either were really, really, really stupid Americans, which I don't believe, or were in deep trouble because even half of the Republican leadership believed J6 was real when it wasn't. It was vastly majority peaceful people you can get. There's people there who said they saw the buses pull up and the Antifa thugs get out and the FBI agents and all the provocateurs get in and Ray Epps. And they were the ones who brought the people to the Capitol. And then they opened the magnetic Capitol doors and ushered them in to create the narrative that it was some insurrection. But I got to tell you, America, I've never seen an insurrection that didn't have a weapon. And there wasn't one weapon found. Except for the thugs at the Capitol Police, but not one. There was not an insurrection. These were passionate people that knew there was an election that was rigged. And they were upset and they just wanted accountability for the state's laws that were broken, Mr. Pence. You weren't asked to overturn an election. You were asked to recognize state laws were broken and they needed to be reconciled. And then the the account needed to be redone and you needed to look at all the illegal ballots. Otherwise, we are a banana republic. We are America with a K. You see, Klaus Schwab is a student of the war criminal Henry Kissinger. This goes back a long time, folks. They've been been working on this for decades. He's a mentor to power-hungry and narcissistic sociopaths. The World Economic Forum, the Great Reset, is designed to turn the world into an impoverished social concentration camp. We will be destitute serfs. We will own nothing. And this is in the true Orwellian fashion will set them free, they say. And they're even trying to ban George Orwell books. Because he was right. Right. This is what communists do. I was in the army. I've been trained to understand it. Unfortunately, the Americans in the power elite structure, they know, I personally think it's a little early. But the only reason it's a little early, because I'm only a young 50 and most of the people in my generation understand this. We were trained to understand and kill and understand communism and how bad it is and socialism and how bad it is. But they're early. And I think they're early because the banking system was collapsing and they needed to speed it up. The world economic forums, global redesign initiative is the issue here. They're trying. In other words, Large transaction, large, large now transnational corporate stakeholders is the game. And you have to kind of see the graph to kind of understand this, but they want to kill the Constitution and make it so corporations. Let me, let me look at the picture here. Corporations with how it works is corporate financial elites working with the political elite and then the military elite all coincide together. And in the middle are the power elite. That's where this goes. So they call them stakeholders and they will be deciding where you live, what you eat insects and weeds, how you reproduce or not, Children produce carbon emissions, they say, so they may tell you you can't have any more. And what you can rent from them, that's why the last five years corporate America has been buying up almost all the real estate they can get their hands on. So then we, the people, have to rent back. And if we don't meet their standards to rent, we're homeless or die. And they don't care. They don't care. Because we got to rent it from them. Or we're not allowed to rent if you complain about an unelected globalist economic cartel driving humanity into serfdom, poverty, and depopulation. So it kind of brings us back to the original question how many of these oddball events? in the last recent years were conjured up and implemented by agents of the deep state global elite to advance the elitist agenda. You think it's a, you think it's just happenstance. They're looking for the Patriots and the Christians to be scapegoats for the wide societal collapse. That's why they keep going after president Trump. They're trying to blame patriots and Christians for what's coming. And then they present your themselves, the elites anyway, as the best choice for restoring order. They create the chaos, they destroy your lives, and then they come in as like a white horse. We will help you. But here is the plan. They lay it out, folks. This is not me saying it. They're telling us, but we're not listening. Slow, slow, boiling frogs. It's going to be called climate change lockdowns disguised as 15-minute cities under the United Nations Agenda 2030. The government is pushing ahead with plans to bring 15-minute cities to a location near you. They're a brainchild of United Nations Agenda 2030 and are in effect climate change lockdowns. I've seen some of them already. They're they're around already, you just don't know that they're there. They're they're cities where you have shops below, people live above, you don't go anywhere. A little more difficult to get out of the community. And once combined, now here is where if we get to this point. If we don't have rage and say no, we deserve to be slaves. I thought for decades we fought against slavery, against the African culture. Huh. Guess we didn't learn too much, did we? Because once these cities are implemented and they can pull it off, it will be combined with a digital ID a carbon credit score and a programmable central bank digital currency token programmable money. Mind you, you've got the perfect recipe for creating a digital open air prison. You ready for that? You ready to be surveilled, imprisoned and Americans don't believe this is coming slow Boiling frogs. It's already happening. And we just don't seem to want to do anything about it. And the biggest problem is it's both sides of the political aisle. Because as always explained, I've been there, I've seen it, 90-10, 90% will be surveilled, slave state, watch the Hunger Games, 10% will live in the city, have everything. I believe it's part of a grand strategy aimed at wiping the slate clean. In order to transition away from intergovernmental decision-making, meaning we the people, to a system of multi-stakeholder governance, meaning the elites in finance and corporations, politics, and military. And believe me, they won't care about you. They never do. That could explain why there has been such a vicious and sustained attack on our history. Culture, traditions, religious beliefs, monuments, heroes, and founders. They want to replace our idealism with feelings of shame, humiliation, and guilt. Instead, it should be anger, outrage, and no. They want to erase our past, our collective values, our heritage, And it doesn't matter if it was good or bad. Obviously, our heritage isn't perfect. No one is. But there's been such greatness coming out of our heritage. Everything they use to divide us is a lie because everybody in every culture has had amazing achievements. America is great when we're united, but when we're divided, we will be destroyed. They want to destroy a heritage, our commitment to personal freedom. And I think a lot of people, if I have to guess, maybe a third of this culture would rather be slaves and be okay with it because they're ding dong, dopey and dumb. And the very idea of America itself needs to be erased because we were God chosen, unbelievable people. They want to raise Everything to the ground and start over. That's the basic game plan. The destruction of the state is being carried out behind the cover of seemingly random events that are spreading chaos, exacerbating political division, increasing the incidence of public mayhem, and clearing the way for a violent restructuring of the government your freedom, and everything you knew to be great. And for any of you who think I am controversial, shut up and sit down. I'm not interested. And for those who absolutely understand that this is those, one of those moments, you better take these bullet points and start being serious. This is not the time to make friends. And you see, in the Christian culture, oh, you just have to love and get along and make friends. Well, there's a time when the Bible says when it's time to stand, you stand. I'd say that'd be right about now. Because if we don't, we're dead. Dead in our spirit, dead in our soul. And personally, that's not something I want to leave to my children's children's children. I'd rather go down with a fight and say, no, let us be free. I think if you let the world be free, it would be a much unbelievable. Man, it'd be so beautiful, so amazing, so great. When people are free, they're happy. See, everything they're trying to do has always failed in history. And they don't tell you that. Enslaving God's creation has never worked. Now, we're not perfect, (laughs) not even close. We have problems with marriages and relationships and brothers and sisters and you name it, right? But Jesus said he didn't come to be, you know, the peacemaker in that respect. He knew it was going to divide. But because it was those who chose the devil, the Luciferian route, because it was easier, it was lustful. And those who chose freedom. And I believe Every single culture and every people on earth, when they are free, set free to pursue, man is their prosperity and happiness and joy and love and gentleness and kindness and with that has self-control because you respect one another differently. But when you divide us, you create the hatred. That is the devil. And that is our challenge. God bless each and every one of you. Until next week.
1: With record money printing, wild fluctuations in the stock market, and our devalued currency, only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time. And that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value provide stability for your portfolio under the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. Fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard-earned wealth and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888 888- 747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com